This special Halloween episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge-level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And Mickey Monthly, the Disney fans' monthly subscription box that brings the magic right to your door. Visit them at MickeyMonthly.com. And buy Woody's sunglasses. Don't let glare ruin your magical view. These premium wood frame polarized sunglasses will let you tour the parks in style. Visit them at Woody's.com. And now, it's Doom Time. Vahidi Mekyonimana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. I'm Matt. I'm Scott. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip or a citrus roll, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 210 for the week of October 29th, 2017. Welcome to the Enchanted Tiki Talk Halloween Spooktacular. I'm your host, David Benter. This week, I'm haunting your airwaves with my friend and co-host, Jordan Duncan. Ghostly greetings, Dave. How are you? Great, Jordan. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Now, Jordan, you also go by Jordan Gasly on social media. So, you know, I'm, I just wanted to make sure that the uh, listeners knew that because uh, they may know you only by that. I don't know, you know, how often... They get on there and see Jordan Duncan, but they might see Jordan Gastly. So, yep, on Twitter and uh, believe that's also my Instagram handle and my YouTube page is all Jordan right. Gastly. Right. So for the second time, Jordan and I are giving the boys a week off, and we're doing what we do best, and that's get spooky. Um, you might remember Jordan got lost inside the mansion last time during our show uh, that we did from. Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party at Walt Disney World, and it's a good thing that he got out, right? Right, like, and and for the record, I was in there until about a month ago. You guys just left me there <laughs> for two years. Hey, I, I have mean, no idea how I survived with no food. Yeah. But well, strange well, things were, have happened in the mansion. You were kind of like in a different realm, so um, I wasn't really sure, you know, exactly how to find you. Um I guess I could have, uh, you know, gotten a hold of Madame Leota or something or, uh, you know, talked to my good friend, Brother Dave. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was knocking on the walls. I was uh, <laughs> knock once for you. Is yes, that what that was? No. Yeah. That's what it was. I was there. I was there. Okay. Okay, well. So, code. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Tonight, we're, uh, we're going to talk a little about the Halloween parties uh, and the differences. Um and we'll discuss uh, some purported uh, Halloween hauntings inside the Disney parks. And uh, we asked our listeners a few questions uh, that uh, we'll have our own reactions to. And we'll read uh, the listeners' reactions as well. And uh, we'll get right to that after this quick break. They thought it was over. 
horror is back. Welcome. This Halloween at Hong Kong Disneyland, people are losing their heads. Again. Lose your head at the dark side of Disney. Okay, we're back. Uh, first, I want to congratulate Jordan and his new bride, Chelsea, on their recent marriage. And I know they had quite the ceremony and honeymoon. Yes, uh, my wife and I got married on the Disney Dream. It was a wow. four-day cruise. It was very nice. We got married in the atrium. And kind of keeping with the Halloween theme, uh, the boat was decorated for Halloween. And there was a nice Halloween tree uh, right next to where we stood to get married. And every night, it bloomed more and more jack-o'-lanterns. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah, I really liked yeah. it. Uh, but we did four days on the Disney Dream where we got married. And then we honeymooned in Disney World for an additional five days. So it was, yeah, it was a really fun time all around. I saw some pictures of that Halloween tree and um, you know some of the ceremony and everything. Uh, did they have any other Halloween-themed uh, things on the boat while you were on there? or? Uh, every day, I guess they had a, uh, an alcoholic drink of the day. And it was always oh. Halloween-themed themed i do remember one day it was called like spooky juice uh it was like this little okay. blue concoction with cherries for eyes it almost looked oh, like a cool. muppet it was like a drink but it looked like nice. a muppet right nice uh and there were a lot of halloween decorations and there was halloween's on the high or halloween on the high seas and you could meet all of the uh, the halloween characters so halloween mickey halloween any so uh -huh. on so so they're like dressed up in their costumes and stuff yeah kind of like they do at the park that's cool so did you guys actually go to the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party while you were there? We did, and this was our first Halloween party since 2015, and we had yeah. a blast. That's great. Awesome. Did you trick-or-treat, and did you dress up and everything? We didn't. I didn't dress up. She didn't. No, she didn't dress up either, but she did decide to trick-or-treat, and she asked me if I wanted to, and I just, I, at the the time i just didn't feel like carrying around a bag of candy but in yeah. retrospect i probably should have just taken a whole bunch of free candy so she didn't go as her alter e alter ego chelsea ghastly no no she was <laughs> just... i'm assuming she must be if you're jordan ghastly if that's your alter ego then chelsea must have chelsea ghastly right of course of course that's how yeah. i refer to her in my vlogs so that's awesome <laughs> that's awesome okay all right, so we're going to get into some of these um, hauntings at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. The first one I'm going to start with, and these are, I mean, some of these are legends that have grown over the years. And, you know, who knows? Some may be true. Uh, you know, some may be, you know, made up and, and just, you know, over the years they've gotten legs and grown and story after story. But it's said in Disneyland that Walt Disney uh, himself haunts the park. Um most people know that he kept an apartment over the fire station on Main Street where he and his family would stay to enjoy the park. Um, he would also work, get some work done there. And patrons would often see a light in the window, meaning that Walt was working at his desk. So after his death in 1966, the apartment remained empty, um, but employees still went up to dust it. Uh, one night, a woman went up there uh, and she was doing her usual cleaning routine and she shut off the desk lamp and went downstairs. On Main Street, she noticed the light was still on. Thinking she had forgotten to turn it off, she went back to the apartment, shut off the light, and came back downstairs. Again, she looked um, back and saw the light was on. Thinking there was a short in the lamp, she went back into the apartment, unplugged the lamp, and left. Back down on Main Street, she looked up again and saw the light blink on, and the drapes pulled back as if someone was looking down at her. Uh, so, you know, 
there's that that story's been around for quite a while, and I'm sure Jordan, you've probably heard that over and over, oh, I, maybe. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a uh, quite possibly the epitome of the ghost story in the, in the Disneyland park. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's cool to think that you know that he's probably there, and you know, looking over the park and everything, and um, you know, now they keep that light on and everything, uh, you know, just so you know uh, that he's always around. Um, and then another story, uh, there's been tales of people trying to, uh, surreptitiously sneak the ashes of loved ones, uh, into the haunted mansion. Um, and, uh, uh, one woman snuck in her son's ashes, but the boy didn't want to be in the haunted mansion. Uh, they didn't, he didn't want that to be his final resting place. And, um, apparently you can now hear him sobbing as you exit the ride. So I don't, have you ever heard that one? Uh, I've heard many of the spreading the ashes stories, and it's not yeah. just the haunted mansion. Like it's it's in a lot of the the attractions in the park. Which, right. uh, I mean, they obviously have a huge rule against that because, sure. I mean, it, it's like a sanitary or a sanitation issue. Oh, big, uh, big deal. Some, yeah. 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 It's like oh, uh, I'm just spreading uh, ashes. From a yeah, person. I mean, I, I've heard that they actually have stopped the ride in order when they, you know, if they see something like that in order to clean it up. So right, right, take it pretty seriously. Right, I've heard the exact same thing, uh, and yeah. obviously something not to take lightly. But uh, I've got a couple of quick stories here before I toss okay. it back to you. So this one's not quite as spooky, but as your doom buggy travels by the ghostly ballroom scene, you may notice a large spider on the glass just before you pass into the attic. Well, in the 1970s. A man fired his gun at the glass. Uh, how this guy got a gun in Disneyland, I have no idea. But uh, anyway, the glass glass turns out to be bulletproof. So it punctured the glass, but did not shatter it. Uh, Imagineers at the time found it too costly and time-consuming to replace the glass, so they covered it with a spider. Mm. Um, I was unaware that that was an option to hide your bullet holes in glass. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever noticed that one. I mean, it's been a while since I've been to Disneyland to see that, but um, I'd, I guess I'd have to ride back through it again. Yeah, I've check actually. It out. I've actually never been to Disneyland, so uh-huh. I'll, something that you know, whenever I decide to take my first trip, okay. I'll definitely keep yeah. an eye out for now. Exactly. Um, I got another quick one here for you. Uh, it's no secret that decades ago, it was cheaper to use real skeletons as movie and amusement park props. Uh, than to fabricate false ones. Uh, it's said that uh, several of the skeletons on display in the ride when it opened in 1967 were real skeletons, donated when Imagineers had a hard time uh, replicating said skeletons. Uh, the bodies were eventually replaced by props, but rumors persist that at least one skull and crossbone set, uh, the one over the dead captain's bed, is still the real deal. Mm. Do you believe that one? Uh, you know, I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility. I, yes. I, I mean, the only how thing, many... the only... go ahead. The only problem I have with that one is, is the Imagineers having a hard time replicating skeletons. I mean, with all the stuff that they've done, you know, I mean, right. it, it's just that, that kind of is far fetched to me, but I don't know that. So that kind of throws a red flag at it, but I, I guess, you know, I, I can see where you're coming from. I, um, yeah. I guess if, if it were true, it would probably be, uh, you know, like, like you said, like a cost effective thing, like. Why make something when I can just go and buy it? Like that's right. just half the battle, right? Um, I don't know. I uh, but surely this isn't uh, the only story I've heard. I mean, I'm not too sure uh, about you, but this is not the first story I've heard where human remains have been 
used as a prop in some kind of amusement attraction. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right about that. I mean, um, and certainly, you know, back then it was a little bit kind of a different time, you know, to mm -hmm. a different era. So, um, you know, the things that they don't find acceptable now could have been acceptable back then. But I don't know. We'll just have to kind of take that one as it is. Um, all right. So a couple more for me. And um, this one uh, is kind of interesting. Uh, it said that a ghostly apparition wearing white Victorian clothing is said to wander down uh, Main Street in Disneyland, helping lost children find their way to the baby care center. Um, it's said to be the spirit of a woman who died at the site in the 1900s before the park was actually even built, um, but she's still connected to the land. Uh, some have theorized that uh, the old-timey feel of Main Street may have been why she remained, like maybe that, you know, just, you know, all of a sudden attracted her. She, you know, mi migrated herself over to that area because of, because it made her feel like home or something, you know? Right. So. There's a familiarity to it. Um, mm -hmm. and, you know, Dave, um, I don't think anyone has, has mentioned this uh, as per this recording yet, but you and I are no strangers to the paranormal community. Right. Um, exactly. You know, I, I'm a paranormal you. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm a paranormal investigator with my team, Paranormal Georgia Investigation, but you and I also have a lot of mutual friends who are also in, in the paranormal field. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But, you know, so this idea of a spirit or an entity or a ghost, whatever you want to call it, being attached to the land is something that's very commonly talked about in the paranormal field. So uh, highly likely like that could be the case. Yeah, um, that one to me feels real. Um, I, I've, I never saw that apparition. I mean, I, I've been to Disneyland countless times and that's not something, I mean, I don't think I have. I mean, who knows? I mean, she is wearing white Victorian clothing could be somebody you think you see her you might think she's just dressed up and she's you know a cast member there so right so it'd be unless you actually saw her you know disappear in front of you you know it's it would be kind of strange um and here's one that i actually experienced um which is grad night it's an annual tradition in los angeles uh where immediately following your high school graduation you're bussed out to disneyland and uh, you're given free reign over the park until 6 a.m the next morning I'm trying to think. I think it started like at 10 o'clock at night and then it, it, it ends at 6 a.m., which was really cool for us because, you know, um, me going to Disneyland as much as I did when I was a child and everything and, you know, um, a teenager, um, it was really cool to be there overnight because that was the first time um, right. I ever experienced anything like that, you know. So um, where are those extra magic hours whenever I need them? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, it's kind of weird, though, because you've got so many. It, it's actually pretty crowded. Because um, they bust in, I don't know how many, I don't know how many uh, schools come to this, but it's just like a huge amount. I mean, the parking lots are just full of buses. And, and so in 1966, one of these teenagers named Thomas Cleveland decided to sneak into the park by climbing across a monorail track. Now, I don't know why he's sneaking into the park. I don't know if he wasn't part of the, you know, the, the regular kids that were supposed to be there. But um, it says, despite warnings from security guards, he tried to avoid the oncoming train by hiding beneath the track. Uh, there was only a few inches of clearance and the train ran right over him and he got sucked up into the mechanics. And the story goes that, that late at night, though not necessarily on grad night, a ghost can be seen running along the monorail track and disappearing at the very spot where Cleveland died. So, you that's know, a, that's a very interesting story. And you said you experienced this? Oh, no, no. I experienced grad night. I didn't experience, oh, okay. I didn't experience the actual ghost, uh, but, but the grad night experience... Uh, pretty close to 
you know, having that type of experience of seeing a ghost. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty crazy. It, I mean, it's, yeah. you, know, you know, it's, it's, I mean, people are just going crazy. You, you think about, think about a um, theme park full of, of, uh, you know, teenagers just graduated from high school. I mean, go with that. <laughs> right. Right. So an interesting so, night, ghost optional. Exactly. But definitely an interesting night. Um, I, had a, well, I had a blast though. <laughs> I, I bet. I kind of wish I had a grad night at Disney World. I did yeah. not. But uh, I've got another couple of stories here for uh, for you and the listeners. Uh, I have another Ashes story for you. Again, something incredibly common that happens all the time. Uh, another family was caught sprinkling the ashes of a loved one inside the haunted mansion, but his cast members weren't unable to figure out who was doing it. Uh, that night, at closing, one of the cast members found some of the dirt in the queue graveyard disturbed. Upon closer inspection, the cast members discovered an empty urn engraved with Rest in Peace, Our Dearest Grandma Joyce. Allegedly, the urn spent several months sitting in the video surveillance room on the ride, uh, until a couple of cast members took it up uh, into the catwalk and set up a makeshift shrine to Grandma Joyce. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Was- Grandma Joyce. Grandma Joyce just hanging out at the haunted mansion. <laughs> we need to make up like a little uh, epitaph for Grandma Joyce. Uh, what would what would her rhyming scheme be? <laughs> oh no, uh, you're putting me on the spot on that. I one. know. <laughs> let's 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 stir on it. Let's 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 sit on it, and maybe by the time the episode comes out, we'll think of something. Okay. <laughs> Sounds uh, good. So I got another quick one, uh, quick story for you. Uh, this tale is probably the most well known of all of the ghost stories at of Disney World. Uh, as the story goes, a young construction worker named George fell to his death while working on a high area of the Pirates building. Each day, cast members say good morning and good night to George over the PA system. And if they don't give him the respect he desires, uh, it is sure to make a long day for them. Uh, the ghost is known. Yeah, right. I know. Right. <laughs> don't don't make the ghost mad. Just <laughs> uh, the ghost is known to cause all sorts of mischief, such as shutting down the ride causing breakdowns, making phone calls from an empty control room, and appearing on the ride monitors. Many guests have reported feeling the mysterious chill, especially in the room where the burning city where it was believed George fell to his death. His uh, his favorite hangouts are rumored to be near the uh, pirate with the pigs, under the bridge of the pirate with his leg hanging over, and near the door, known, it's also known as George's door, uh, by the dog with the keys. Uh, Word of warning about George, there have been reports of guests going on Pirates of the Caribbean shouting that they don't believe in George and have later found themselves stuck on the attraction for long periods of time due to a breakdown. (laughs) Yeah. Well, George is very well known on um, social media with Disney fans. I know that. I I don't think I've even come across one person who's a real Haunted Mansion fan uh, or, you know, I mean, even, even though this is in Pirates of the Caribbean, you know. That doesn't know something about George, right? Know? I mean, everybody's you know, pretty much heard about George, um, you know, and and he's definitely uh, got a spot in uh, Disney lore. No, no, I totally agree, and and I also think this is a you know a highly likely uh, story or uh, this activity does exist. Yeah, uh, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't. I don't think people are are fabricating this one. Uh, yeah, it all sounds like things that you know could happen. I mean, mm-hmm. and I and I mean, he's he's popular for a reason. I mean, everybody knows who he is because there are so many reports and so many cast members have you know 
had occurrences, uh, in, you know, with George. So, right. So let me throw this at you, Dave. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the hypothesis of uh, thought forms or tulpas? Uh, no. So it's it's basically the, this hypothesis in the paranormal uh, community where uh, it's it's almost like um, the power of thought, like the power of your thought can manifest something. So, oh, okay. Right. It's kind of like uh, you're familiar with the haunting of the Queen Mary out, yes, uh, out yes. west. Yes, absolutely. Right. I've been there. Right. So uh, Queen Mary is a really nice case uh, case study where it's one of those questions where is the place actually haunted from people that died there and are now haunting it? Or is it haunted because we think people died there and we think people are haunting it? So we have this massive group, like this group thought of the Queen Mary oh. being haunted. And is that then manifesting it to be haunted. Like, I wonder if this gotcha. could be a case of, you know, if, if George if, if George never existed and this is a total fabrication, like, I wonder if it's just the idea that people think it's haunted and are now kind of running with the idea and is now manifesting itself to be haunted because people think that. Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility, I guess. Except they say they see him on monitors. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, an actual sight, sighting? Yeah, I know. I mean, would, that, a, would, that, would that kind of like, you know, fall under that category, um, you know, of, of something where it could be just, you know, the, the thought process? It, it could um, be. It could. Okay. Um, I mean, we don't have time to go into semantics, but there's, right. there's something similar. <laughs> yeah, there's there's okay. similar talk about uh, potential evidence that was caught on the Queen Mary of, of, of just that just the same manner of what we're talking okay. about george so yeah. you know you never know uh but i i tend to think that this might be a legitimate uh story of of activity in the parks well whether it is or not george is pretty well known so i i think that he's going to be there for a while mm -hmm. i agree and there's another uh pair of apparitions um that are said to call the pirates of the caribbean home and they are known as the ladies uh, this mysterious duo is rumored to have met their untimely demise when the boat they were riding in came off the track at the bottom of the drop and crashed as they sat in the front row. And it's believed that they still linger in this area to this day and can sometimes be felt with a cold chill, which, okay, um, if, I, if I remember correctly, going down uh, that drop at Pirates of the Caribbean, when you hit the water, uh, there was the spray of the water and I think I've felt a cold chill every time because I, yeah. I think you're 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 going basically into a different room, which is probably a different temperature. Mm -hmm. So you you're know, also probably getting hit by water. Well, definitely you get hit by water. Yes. So, <laughs> so I don't know about that one. So we'll yeah leave that, that to the listeners. Yeah, Jerry's still out on that one, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so with me. All right. So I've got a few quick ones here um, in this tale. Many cast members working alone have said they they have seen a quote unquote man with a cane riding the attraction late at night. When spoken to, he does not respond and then disappears out of sight. Uh, who's this mysterious man? Uh, he's said to be the ghost of a pilot that died when his plane crashed in the 1940s into what is now known as Bay Lake. Mm. First thing I think about when I hear cane is the Hatbox Ghost, but we all know that the hat Hatbox Ghost isn't in Walt Disney World yet. Right, right. <laughs> and never has been. I mean, but. we don't know. <laughs> Disney World is a big vacation place. He could be yeah. there. He could. Yeah, he could. <laughs> yeah, they, I think that they're known to bounce back and forth between, you know, the parks. Mm -hmm. I wonder if, um, 
I mean, I feel like a plane crash in the 1940s would be documented somewhere, especially in that area. I feel like yeah. we could probably back that up, or at least the story of the plane crash, uh, with some kind of historical documentation. Yeah, you would think, especially since they say that it's you know it crashed right where Bay Lake is is now. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, there would have to be some kind of documentation. Um, but Dave, let me take you back to the haunted mansion. So okay. another spirit that is rumored to inhabit the haunted mansion is that of a little boy. Unlike the Disneyland ghost story of the little boy who cries while looking for his mother, this child appears to be happy and just rides the attraction alone, uh, peering out from his doom buggy. Uh, There are a few photos that circulate, so I'm sure if you just Google Haunted Mansion Little Boy Ghost. I've seen that photo. Yeah, I have too. It's it's eerie looking. Yeah. It really is. I mean, I I don't know if it's just like a picture of a real boy or not, but um, the way it's taken and just the lighting and stuff, it's really eerie looking. Right. So what's really interesting about that photo, um, and if I'm remembering correctly, his eyes are flashing. Like, his eyes are yeah. are kind of lit up. Now, yeah. there is no flash photography. Well, that's not stopping guests from taking flash photos on, on Haunted Mansion. Right. But if it was a flash photo, it, the rest of the photo wouldn't be uh, in in night vision. You're right, yeah. So so uh, that one, Jerry's still out on that one for me. Like, uh, that one could... could uh, could be legitimate. Yeah, well, it it, it kind of makes the hair stand up on your arms when you see it. If you think right, about it. and of course it adds like to the spookiness because you're on the haunted mansion. Yeah. So. Oh, definitely. Right. Well, I right. tell you what, if I if I saw that, it would freak me out. If yeah. I, if I was there and I thought I was by myself. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> uh, and uh, one last quick one over here. Uh, for years guests that venture out over to Tom Sawyer Island have reported getting an unnerving feeling uh, and seeing shadowy figures in the tunnels and caves of the attraction. Yeah, I've, uh, that's kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, You know, I've I've actually seen full-bodied shadows on investigations. Um, right. two, two places that I've investigated, two notorious places that I've had the, the, fortune, uh, the good fortune to investigate was Waverly Hills Sanatorium, which is the old tuberculosis ward in Mm -hmm. Louisville. And I have seen full-bodied shadows just walking up and down halls. Mm -hmm. And um, in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee, there's the old South Pittsburgh Hospital. And I I think out of all the places I've investigated, that place in particular has had the most activity. And I've seen things block out light. Like, I've seen shadows that have mass that block out light. Yeah, I've heard lots of stories about that uh, hospital. Um, my buddy Chris Maggard, uh, who's a paranormal investigator, he's got his own group. Um, that, that place, he's he he says that place is one of the most haunted places he's ever been to, for sure. Uh, luckily, I don't live too far from it. I'm about an hour and a half away, and okay, yeah. it's almost an annual trip for for myself and members of my team. Um, I, I have I have many interesting stories that could fill up two hours of a podcast so i'm sure you do yeah Yeah. so we'll 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 carry on okay got a couple more here uh and this story tells the tale of a little girl with blonde hair and a young boy that are often seen playing together in front of the attractions as well as riding together now that's i mean take that for what it is but um you know that could be just about anything right yeah but uh, in this story, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror is said to be haunted by a former bellhop or cast member that died during his shift. 
on one of the loading platforms. Uh, the story goes that the bellhop ghost is known to appear on platform D, flicker lights, and freeze the attraction when cast members are trying to do the final ride uh, through the at the end of the day. Um, many cast members have reported seeing a figure late at night in the theater after it closed. And when they approach him to escort him out, the apparition disappears. Hmm. Interesting. So, um, a funny story about the Tower of Terror. Yeah. And this is this is the Disney World Tower of Terror, correct? Oh, yes, yes it is. Okay. So I swear, one of my first trips to Walt Disney World um, in, in the recent past, might have been 2011, might have been 2012. Um, you know when you, when the ride mechanism finally loads into the elevator and then they take you up and then the doors open for the first time, but when the <laughs> doors open, uh, it's not the window to the park. You're just seeing the other side of the ride structure and it's just pitch black. Right. Uh, I swear up and down that those doors opened and I saw a person to the left just standing there. I didn't see detail. It could have been a worker just hanging out on uh -huh. the fifth floor of the Tower of Terror. I don't know. But when the doors opened, I swear I saw a full figure just standing there. I didn't see any kind of detail on clothing. I just saw a person. And then the doors closed. And then I immediately turned to Chelsea and I said, did you see that guy that was standing there? And she said, yeah. no. Now, we're also in the middle of, of a Disney ride, so our minds are not, hey, I'm looking for ghosts. Right. But I swear I saw somebody, and she didn't see the person. I didn't ask anyone else that was on the ride, but who knows? Like, I, I think that's kind of an interesting story. So was it just, like, your depth perception? I mean, was the, it just a dark figure, or could you actually see, like, difference in lighting from clothing or something? Uh, it was definitely a difference in lighting. Like, it, it, the, okay. the figure was definitely darker than... Uh, than the back portion of, like, I guess this wall that I was looking at. Because, yeah. you know, because you're a couple floors up or is where the doors open up and the light starts to seep in. So I had a little mm -hmm. bit of light seeping in. I just, I swear I just saw a, a figure, a person. Like, I, it was definitely a person. I yeah. just don't know. But they were wearing dark clothing, though. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't okay. make out what it, what exactly it was they right, were wearing. Right. So, so to <laughs> me, that could, I, I feel like I would, I would, believe this story yeah uh, among some of the other ones well that's we pretty interesting at. i mean yeah i mean and and just to give you my one experience that i've had um with the paranormal at and this was at disneyland um when my friends and i you know we were in high school still and we used to go and uh you know we would probably we would almost every time we would go to disneyland we would stop and get like a like a fritter and a mint julep and that was just something that, you know, that we did just about every time we went there, just to, you know, take a break from the attractions and everything. And um, the first time that we did that, um, I had never had a mint julep before, and I wasn't really sure if I wanted one. Um, so I, I just got a fritter, and my friend got his usual mint julep, and um, he let me take, you know, a sip of his. And I said, wow, that's, you know, that's pretty good. And there was, I just noticed this cast member to the side of us and he said they're they're pretty good aren't they like that and i said yeah i think i'm gonna get one and he goes yeah I, you know i'd recommend that so and he was an older guy and um so i went back in line and i got it and um i was actually going to go back to him and talk to him a little bit more and you know say hey thanks for you know turning me on to it a little bit and you know recommending that i get it and stuff and everything and and uh he wasn't there 
And so there was another cast member, a younger one, I asked. I said, um, you know, hey, do you know where this guy went? And I described him and everything. And she said, you know, uh, we don't really have, I don't know of anybody who's worked over here um, all day long um, or, or this evening, early this evening, you know, by that description. You know, it's just, you know, me and my other friend here. And so, you know, it, it kind of gave me chills. You know, I started thinking, you know, well, that's kind of weird, you know. Right, um, right. I mean, did I just see a ghost or this guy just disappeared? Because it was like, you know, I turned right back around after getting it and he was gone. And, you know, then there's this other cast member, you know, saying, you know, we don't have anybody who works here like that. <laughs> Isn't isn't that like the classic ghost story though? It is. Like, yeah. It I is. don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But he was just here. Right. Exactly. That's what I was thinking to myself. But he was just here. You know, Man. I just talked to him. You know. And oh well. But you know, whether or not it was a ghost, I don't know. But that's that's probably my only personal experience um, that would come close to, you know, an actual paranormal sighting or experience. Um, well, um, speaking of paranormal sightings, I have one more to throw your way. Okay. Uh, and this is something that you can look up on YouTube. Okay. If you just go to YouTube and type in Disneyland ghost light ball, and you'll be prompted or you'll bring up this video. And this is after hours, so there's nobody in the park, or at least nobody that we know of. I'm sure security was probably hanging around. But <clears throat> there's a series of security cameras, and on this series of security cameras, there's this ball of light that just seems to be following this walking path. And you see it illuminate uh, brighter and then dimmer and then brighter on and off as it goes. But you see it go through this walking path. But not only is it going through this walking path, but you'll, you'll see it pop up on the next security camera. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. And it kind of like walks through a gate or something. Right, right, yeah, right. I, I've seen that. Yeah, that's that definitely looks real to me. Yeah, and you know, I, I'm well aware that it's 2017. We live in an era where a lot of laptops and computers have special effects programs built into them. You know, it's it's uh, it's it's probably easy to debunk, but at the same time, mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of hard to debunk. I, I feel like the fact that it's following a certain path and that it kind of brightens and then dims and then brightens again, uh, I... I feel like this is, I would probably lean more to this being some kind of legitimate paranormal activity in the park. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. I, uh, it's, it's definitely an inter interesting piece of video. So for the listeners, if you just go to YouTube and type in Disneyland ghost, uh, I'm sure this video will pop up or at least be one of the first ones that pop up. And, uh, I don't know, why don't you send a tweet to Dave or myself and tell us what you think? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's a pretty interesting video and i think that you know um that most of our listeners would enjoy seeing that you know mm -hmm. uh, especially if you know if they if you've been to the park and walked down that pathway i mean it's just it's crazy to to see it go from camera to camera and then just go through this gate and mm -hmm. disappear you know and it's like whoa that's that's nuts yeah um, jury's, jury's still out yeah. but i i tend to yeah. believe that one yeah i think so too so that's gonna bring us to the differences between the two Halloween parties at Disneyland Park and at the Magic Kingdom, and believe it or not, there are differences. And and probably, to me, the most glaring difference um, is going to be the names because in California they call it Mickey's Halloween Party, um, and in Orlando they call it Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. So I don't know if that means that the one in Disneyland Resort is scarier, or you know. 
it's just probably a name, I guess. Um, could be. Yeah, you never know. know. You never know. But uh, so I'm going to go over some of the the, the um, things with uh, the Mickey's Halloween party at the Disneyland Resort, and and it just so happens that this year they've expanded it uh, not only to the Disneyland Park but also to California Adventure Park, which is pretty cool. Um, and, and one of the other big differences is at Disneyland Resort, they don't start theirs until September 15th. And that's, I think, basically because of the switchover uh, to the Haunted Mansion holiday, uh, you know, with the Haunted Mansion there. And it runs to October 31st. Um, you can buy a park hopper ticket for $95. Uh, and like I said, California Adventure Park is getting in on it this year. And um, the theme that they have there uh, is kind of like Oogie Boogie has t taken over the park. And he's got some kind of a evil plan that he casts over the park. So, you know, like Buena Vista Street is decked out like, you know, with bats and in like Carthay Circle, um, the bell tower, there's there's like bats all over that. There's a um, headless horseman statue there, uh, you know, that uh, breathes steam out its nostrils and everything. It's pretty cool. Radiator Springs. Now, this is I've seen pictures of this. And it's probably one of the coolest looking things. I wish I could go see this. But Radiator Springs becomes Radiator Screams. There's a hall uh at Fillmore's Yard uh, of ghostly folk art and Sarge's Pumpkin Patch. And uh, let's see, Flo's V8 Cafe is uh, covered with like big spider webs and spiders and stuff. Um, some of the cars uh, that, are, that are in the uh, park um, are made up like Halloween... Uh, in Halloween costumes, like um, Tomater is a vampire, um, and you've got you know other ones decked out in Halloween garb and stuff. The Guardians of the Galaxy features uh, monsters after dark. You've got uh, Luigi's Honkin' Halloween, uh, Mater Mater's Graveyard Jamboree, Jamboree um, at the Haunted Hoot Nanny. Of course, you know Jack Skellington takes over uh, the Haunted Mansion with his Haunted Mansion Holiday. Um, some people don't like that and believe it or not as many times as i've been to disneyland i've never experienced the haunted mansion holiday they started doing that after i moved to ohio yeah I, I, again I, i've never been to disneyland yeah so i've never experienced it i've seen pictures um mm -hmm. yeah. but, and this is probably just my opinion and it might even be an unpopular opinion now i i love the haunted mansion obviously it's it's my favorite attraction uh, right. in disney world and i love the movie nightmare before christmas which um, i do too Right. But I also feel like if I made the pilgrimage to go to Disneyland in October, like I would kind of want to see the mansion and it's like for the mansion, not with like the, the it's pristine state. Right. For, for yeah. Halloween, because I feel like that's the Haunted Mansion's time to shine. Right. Right. Yeah. Now, but I also yeah, realize I the, the appeal of Haunted Mansion Holiday. And I'm again, I've never I've never experienced the attraction. So it could be it could replace the Haunted Mansion as my new favorite attraction. I I don't know, but I, there's a little part in the back of my head where I'm like, man, I just kind of want to see the ghosts, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think that if you've, especially if you've never been to the Haunted Mansion, you would actually want to see it in its pristine state. And mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, Haunted Mansion Holiday, I mean, around Halloween, I guess it's kind of cool because, you know, I, I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas, it's kind of Halloween themed, obviously. So you've got a lot of jack-o'-lanterns hanging around and stuff like that. And, right. You know, other spooky things, so... Um, I guess it's, I mean, I've heard opinions on both sides, so, you know, it's just gonna, it's gonna be like a personal thing, you know? I guess so. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, and I mean, they've got things like, uh, like Space Mountain turns into the Ghost Galaxy, um, 
That's their see. Yeah, that would be cool. I, I'd like to see that. Um, then you've got uh, the fireworks are called Halloween Screams fireworks, and the parade is actually called Frightfully Fun Parade. And one thing that I think would be kind of cool is they've got a, a Main Street Pumpkin Festival. So they've got like hundreds of hand carved jack jack o' lanterns on display. I mean, these are like you know jack o' lanterns that people have actually carved with their own hands and stuff. Right. You know, and they're they're like hanging out on Main Street. So That's I think cool. that'd I'd be like to see yeah. That too. That would definitely be cool. Um, and lastly, they've got they've got a Happiest Haunts uh, walking tour, and it's an extra cost. Um, it's like eighty five dollars for two hours of this walking tour, and um, apparently you're taken back to the roots of Halloween. They share ghost stories of Disneyland Park, probably like we have tonight. Uh, you search for treats, and you encounter what they say tricks. Uh, visiting you vi you visit a character from the Haunted Mansion probably one of the hitchhiking ghosts because they usually represent the haunted mansion and everything. Mm -hmm. um, you learn about spirits and characters and their creators from the haunted mansion and films throughout the years. So I don't know, you probably see like artwork from Mark Davis or something like that. Um, and these tours happen, they, they actually start September 5th through the 31st of October and they begin at 4 PM. So I guess you're there like, you know, it's just like during, you know, during while the parks open. Um, and if you're an annual pass holder or a DVC member, you can get a 15% discount. Um, so that'd be kind of cool. They also give you um, a delicious treat, a uh, special collectible pin, and a credential to commemorate the tour. So like it's probably like a little credential on a lanyard, which is kind of neat, you know? That is pretty cool. Yeah. That discount kinda, I mean, holder comes in handy, I'm sure. Oh, definitely. Which I'm not. But, you know, for those that you of those of you that are, you know, every little bit counts, as we know. Right. So, so what do you got over at uh, Walt Disney World then for us? Well, uh, we mentioned earlier that uh, I just recently went to the not yes. so scary Halloween party, and yes, um, did. and we we went on a great night. It wasn't crowded. Uh, the lines were a little bit of a wait, but nothing longer than like you know ten minutes. So yeah. Um, but <clears throat> as far as what uh, not so scary offers in uh, contrast to to the Halloween party at Disneyland. Uh, this one actually starts a bit earlier, August 25th, and you had mentioned that it was uh, the September 15th, I believe it mm -hmm. was, right? Yeah. And you all mentioned probably because of the overlay. Well, um, yeah. there's no overlay at Disney World, so you get right. Halloween starting August 25th. I know a lot a lot of people uh, aren't a big fan of Halloween starting uh, so soon. Uh, I am not one of those people. Uh, Halloween <laughs> Me either. June. Halloween could start in June, and I'll be I'll be more than happy, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, but it runs until November 1st, uh, Dia de los Muertos, if I remember correctly. Um, it's ma Magic Kingdom only, and some of the special things that they have going on, um, this is the third year that they're doing the Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular, which they, I believe they do it at least two times a night, uh, mm -hmm. the weather depending. And I would just like to personally say I am super happy how people or how this new generation of Disney fans have uh, embraced Hocus Pocus. Oh, I love uh, that. I love the film, and it's funny because I remember seeing the film in the theater when yeah. it came out, and it was a summer release. Like, I guess they didn't have enough uh -huh, faith in it, right. unless they wanted it out uh, on VHS for October for sales. But yeah. uh, but I like the fact that uh, Hocus Pocus is now being embraced by Disney, and they're giving us some pretty cool merchandise as far as, like, t-shirts uh, and et cetera, et cetera, as well as this show. So I'm kind of hoping the show sticks around uh, a few more years at least. Yeah, um, you know, and one thing I want to say is um, my wife and I, 
Okay, we've been married for 17 years, and we watched that uh, movie every Halloween night, and, and without fail. And our kids are into it and everything. And I'm kind of proud of the fact that, you know, we were we were in that movement before Disney even realized, hey, you know, we've got something here. Let's do something with it. You know. Right, right. I actually watched it today. So. Oh, cool, cool. Nice. Yeah. Well, I had to get ready. I had to prep myself for the podcast. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and you know, it's funny because I have a, a Hocus Pocus uh, t-shirt and whenever oh, I'm at yeah. the store, I have like, you know, I'm, I'm 34. So I have some people who are a bit younger will be like, oh, I really like your shirt. I'm like, oh, thanks. And they're like, man, I really like that movie. And then I say, yeah, I, I remember seeing it in the theater. And then the response I get more often <laughs> than I'd like to admit was, is, uh, oh, I thought that movie was made for the Disney Channel. <laughs> Because oh, so, that's wow. how they experienced it. They experienced it on the yeah. Disney Channel. Uh, yeah. Funny story, it was actually originally meant to be a Disney Channel uh, movie, but then they decided to give it the bump up for a theatrical release. Yeah, I wondered about that. Yeah. Well, you you heard about the remake that they're thinking about doing, right? That was just yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of people have mixed feelings because well, of the especially might be there. Well, yeah, especially because you know you've got the original three Sanderson sisters. All saying that they would come back for, you know, right. um, a sequel, you know, and right. so now this decision to go a different direction just kind of perplexes a lot of the fans. So Yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, yeah. I'm of the mind of, like, show me what you got. If you can right. give me a good story, then sure. I mean, it's not going to make me oh. dislike, uh, dislike the original one. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, anything. I'm all for anything, really. Yeah, so I'll take it. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, let's see. So uh, in, in addition to the Hocus Pocus show, we have the Happy Hollowishes Fireworks show, which are personally my favorite fireworks on property. Uh, yeah, I love that cool. show. Mm -hmm. uh, but they also do the Booty U Halloween parade twice a night. Again, weather, weather permitting. Uh, and yeah. probably one of my favorite things to do at the Not-So-Scary Halloween Party is track down the Cadaver Dan's Barbershop Quartet. Oh, yeah, they're cool. <laughs> I love seeing the cadaver dance and i keep sending tweets to disney world saying hey you know if you recorded the cadaver dance and put out an album i would probably buy it and so would thousands of other people oh, so man. i'm still patiently waiting my cadaver dance debut album well if that ever uh, happens then you heard it first here and you know who to credit <laughs> right <laughs> just a just a guy with a twitter page <laughs> yeah, yeah uh but it wouldn't be disney world if they didn't offer any kind of cool treats right right so they have uh, during the halloween party they have specific haunted mansion treats and each one looks like one of the stretching like the stretching paintings yeah uh, in the stretching room there but each one there's one for each painting but they're all different flavors and uh the different oh, flavors cool. are escaping me at the time but it, they kind of make you work for it because you can only get a certain one in a certain area of Disney World. So you have to go to Tomorrowland to get one, and so on and so forth. And I hear they sell out quickly, too. Yeah, yeah. I went That's on a I'm wild goose chase. Oh, uh, at Sleepy Hollow, they have the Mickey's Pumpkin Waffle. Mm. So that's, I mean, if you're a pumpkin fan, which I do, I, I like uh, pumpkin to an extent. Uh, there's a Jack Skellington treat, which seems to be some kind of chocolate vanilla, chocolate vanilla stacked on top of each other twice kind of mm. small cake okay. um yeah and something that i am kicking myself for not getting was the mickey shaped cinnamon roll from the confectionery oh. yeah and i i instantly regretted it whenever i walked out of the park i said i did not get that cinnamon roll yeah um, cinnamon rolls are great right right but something that chelsea got that i had a bite of and it was actually 
much better than it sounds is the candy corn ice cream. Oh, the soft serve? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I Yeah. You know, I don't mind candy corn. I actually enjoy it, but I can only have it in small doses. Um, and I yeah. thought that it would be too sweet, but no, it's actually like just sweet enough. So awesome. I, there's really no way I can describe it. Like you, you just kind of have to try it. It's mm-hmm. there's vanilla mixed in there with some some other flavors. I can't really describe it. You just kind of have to go out. Hey, go go buy a ticket to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, and have and the candy ice cream. Uh, yeah, I mean that that has always sounded good. Um, and, and then something they have this year that I I haven't found anyone that have, has actually tried it yet, and that's the uh, pumpkin cheesecake uh, mound. I think they call it. Yeah, I haven't tried that either. Yeah, no one, no one that I've talked to. Every time I, I ask him, like Sean, you know, I asked him if he tried it. No, I didn't try it. So I don't know, but uh, yeah. that sounds pretty good too. I, I mean, I love cheesecake. I love pumpkin. So, uh, if any listeners have tried it, why don't you send us a tweet and give us yeah, your so review? Let us know how it is. Yeah, yeah. dying to but, know. Uh, something else for the for dessert. Uh, you mentioned that Disneyland offered an upcharge for a, a walking tour. Well. Yeah. Disney World or Magic Kingdom has the Happy Hollow Wishes dessert party, and it's a, it's an extra upcharge. Mm-hmm. But you get all of these desserts at this party, and you get preferred standing and seating for Hollow Wishes. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm unaware of how much it costs. I do know it is an upcharge. Um, some yeah. other things that you can do, and I'll kind of run through these pretty quick. Um, okay. Uh, Jack Skellington and Sally are out to take photos at the uh, at the Halloween party. Um, this is the only time you can see Jack as Jack Skellington. And I believe this is the only time all year you get to see Sally. So okay. the line for them, I remember we waited in line for them a couple of Christmas, or I'm sorry, Halloween parties ago, and it was about a two and a half hour wait just to get a picture with them. Um, Holy cow! Like right, frozen or something? No, <laughs> no joke, right? Um, yeah. But if you go to the Christmas party, you get to see the Sandy Claus version of Jackson. Oh. So, awesome. so you can awesome. see Jack in another part uh, in the parks in another part of the year. But if you want to see actual Pumpkin King Jack Skellington, yeah. Halloween party is the place you got to do it. Um, cool, man. Man, people come dressed up in great costumes for for this party. Like, like all the guests, uh, mm-hmm. all the guests. We already mentioned the trick or treating. You get tons of free candy. Um, but yeah. I think one of my favorite parts of, of the Halloween party is Main Street. Like right as you walk yeah. in, there's a whole bunch of uh, jack-o'-lantern scarecrows and giant. There's that giant jack-o'-lantern, but I really love how Main Street is just lit up, and they're playing things like "This Is Halloween" and "Grim uh-huh. Ghosts," and the lighting all over the park. It's it it's in, kind of insane how a big difference the lighting makes. We just I like, like the Mickey, like no, the Mickey pumpkin heads. I like the Mickey pumpkin heads that are up on the lanterns. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. I, I love they're it. So iconic, love- you know. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely love it. And of yeah. course, there's uh, you know exclusive merchandise. Uh, this year, I believe it was um, they had this really, uh, really cool new artwork for Mickey and all the pals. Uh, and I almost picked up the I almost picked up the shirt. I didn't, uh, and I'm, I kind of regret it. But uh, Chelsea yeah. is a pin collector, and wow, cool. we're also annual pass holders. So she mm-hmm. she had to go for the. Halloween party exclusive annual pass holder pin. Nice. Which I think was Hades this year. Yeah. I think I saw a picture of that. It's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But uh, that does it for me. uh, Okay. For at least a handful. I didn't didn't get anything from uh, this year's Halloween party last year. I'm I'm actually wearing last year's t-shirt that I I got. I cheated and bought it um, uh, off the Disney Parks uh, shop app. Shop Disney Parks app. It counts. Yeah. I'll allow it. Yeah, but I yeah, but I didn't buy anything this year, so I don't know. I, I mean, I, I still might, but 
haven't done it yet, but you know, you never know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that's going to bring us to uh, our segment of the show uh, where we asked our listeners uh, to give some reactions to questions that we proposed on Facebook. And uh, many of you um, reciprocated and, and went on Facebook and gave us a little list of, of things to read. So we're going to read them. Um, so my first one, well, actually, I guess I should tell you what our questions are. Um, we asked what favorite part of the Haunted Mansion uh, was your favorite part, uh, your least favorite part of the Haunted Mansion, uh, your favorite Haunted Mansion souvenir, and your favorite mansion memory. Now, this could be any, any one of the mansions. So um, so our first listener is Leanne Beam Dollar. And for number one, her, her favorite part is Little Leota. Uh, she says that she used to scare me to death. And then her least favorite part is the attic. Uh, it used to be my favorite, but the bride now is just not as spooky and looks a tad ridiculous to me. Ha. Huh. I am old, so I like the old bride with the beating heart. Much spookier. Um, her favorite souvenir is uh, the, her very old sweatshirt, which is glow-in-the-dark with Mickey and friends in a doom buggy. I know which one she's talking about. I I've got a magnet too. of that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And her favorite memory is of her dad carrying a map, and her sister and mom were in the doom buggy in front of them. And uh, when you turn at the end of the backwards staircase, you're very close to that buggy in front of you. And he slapped my mom's leg and she screamed so loud. Best ever. Ah, That's pretty funny. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Corbett Harrell sent in uh, for the favorite part of the mansion is the subtler shadow effects like the piano player and the hand across the clock. I agree with that. Um, least favorite part is the fall from the attic. It's uncomfortable to lay back in the doom buggy favorite souvenir is glow-in-the-dark hitchhiking ghost magnets um which i've seen on my shop park set but i have not bought yet but i've been thinking about it and uh favorite memory not sure if it's necessarily a favorite but when my wife and i were dating i snuck up to the magic kingdom to buy her the park's exclusive pandora band and charms for her, our anniversary i had just a little time before i had to head back for the hour and a half drive before she got home from work so i decided to do the mansion but it got but it got stuck in the graveyard and I was next to the singing bus making me worry if I'd get back in the car in time. But luckily it restarted after about ten minutes and there I was rushing back to the parking lot and home. It wasn't quite enough time though because she could smell Disney on me and I had to come clean. Nice. Oh man. <laughs> like <laughs> how nothing like being caught. Like, oh, where have you been, honey? Nowhere. Uh, you know. <laughs> You've been the smell of Disney. You've been at Disney, haven't you? You've been in the Haunted Mansion. That's hilarious. Um, our next one comes from Shannon Esper. And uh, she says, I love the ballroom scene and try to find little things I've never noticed before. I also really love to, uh, the interactive K, uh, Q and the riddle with my family of busts. Or with the family of busts. So she, she's talking about the uh, Dread family there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, least favorite part is when you leave the stretching room and people are pushing through trying to get on the ride first. Uh, I wish they had a better system for that, but it doesn't change the fact that the Haunted Mansion is my favorite ride. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. There's a lot of pushing going on there. Yeah. Yeah. It does um, have a bottleneck there. Yeah, definitely. And uh, let's see, as far as her favorite souvenir, it's hard to choose. Probably the Jim Shore Hatbox Ghost, but I also love my Hatbox Ghost sweatshirt and Hitchhiking Ghost ornament. And the memory, when I was younger, I was fine during the whole ride, but when I got, but then I got really scared at the end because I thought a real ghost really went home with you. Wow. Well, I thought they Ooh. did. Don't they do that? 
Right. I, I mean, yeah. that's. I mean, that'd be false advertisement if it didn't, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Okay, I got one more here before I kick it over to you, and that's from James Jamie Price. Um, imagining the hanging body in the stretching room, suddenly voiding his bowels on unsuspecting guests. Kidding. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe he's kidding. I love the Pepper's ghost effects. So that's his mm -hmm. favorite part of the mansion. Um, and his least favorite is that stupid miniature bride near the end of the ride. It just doesn't fit. I mean, of course, he's talking about little Leota. Right. Um, his favorite souvenir is his magic photo picture from our last visit. And he actually sent in a picture of that photo. And, oh, that is so cool. Yeah, that, that is, is awesome. Cool. Him and his wife there with uh, two of the Dread family bus. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, and then his favorite um, mansion memory is his three-year-old kept insisting we go on the Haunted Mansion. We went three times. Every time he demanded to skip the stretching room and just go on the ride. Every time I told him we couldn't. And every time he dug his fingernails into my neck out of fear. But it's still his favorite ride. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I have a handful here. Okay. And uh, we, uh, so we'll, we'll kick it off. So uh, the first response I have is from Trenton Nisbet. And his favorite part of the Haunted, haunted Mansion is the graveyard scene. Yeah. Uh, his least favorite part, I mean, I love the graveyard scene. How can you not like the graveyard scene? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Wait, you know what? If, I, if, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, you, your buddy, Brother Dave, might be hanging out in that graveyard scene somewhere. Yeah, I believe so. He's in the graveyard yeah. outside, and he's probably in the graveyard inside somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so his least favorite part of the Haunted Mansion uh, is, he says, to be honest, the stretching room... Uh, mostly because uh, because of other guests screaming and pushing, mm. and I, I kind of agree with this. I you know as yeah. as much of a fan of the haunted mansion as I am. When you're in the stretching room, it kind of bugs me when people want to talk uh, the monologue. Yeah, they recite it along with it. Yeah, yeah. which Makes you kick I mean, on one hand, right, right. Like, which I mean, again, like I I love the haunted mansion too, but man, like, what if that was your first time on the haunted mansion? And somebody yeah. was just saying they were like, I don't know, like I feel like it would take away from the experience. So like I, I can agree with I can agree with this one. Well, uh, I think that happens like fifty percent of the time for me. Oh man, yeah, honestly, Some, it's all the time. It happened a hundred percent of the time for me in my last trip, sadly. Really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got pretty bad. Mm. Um, so his favorite haunted mansion souvenir uh, says his personalized face changing holographic picture, which you can take it. Yeah. Somewhere. Nice. I, I still those. haven't done that. I want to do one. No, I haven't either. I haven't either. Mm. Uh, favorite mansion memory for him was uh, the first time riding it as a young kid and having the stretching room truly freak me out, is what he says. <laughs> so we're going to move over. Uh, another listener, Living with the Magic. Uh, favorite part of the Haunted Mansion, the ballroom scene. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, least favorite part of the Haunted Mansion, the creepy lady at the very end telling me to hurry back. So that's little that's Leota. yeah for little little, little Leota. Leota again. Leota uh, likes little Leota though. Uh, it just says favorite haunted mansion souvenir, and I guess it, it uh, accidentally got cut off because I, I don't have uh, the actual Aww. souvenir. Yeah. Oh well. But we'll move on to the favorite mansion memory. Uh, getting back, getting a backstage tour, and learning how the ballroom scene worked, uh, as well as seeing the sound equipment that operates the whole park. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that would be... Ah, oh man, I don't know. I don't know if I would want to take that tour. I don't, I don't want to know how it works. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I've already... I've seen so many things about it, like documentaries and, you know, uh, things on YouTube and things like that. I mean, I guess that probably doing the tour, it's not going to change anything for, you know, for me on it. But 
Yeah, I mean, I, I just, you know, stuff like that. When I go into the Haunted Mansion, I, I put everything is out of my head. And I'm just right. concentrating on what's in front of me, you know, right. looking, looking around. And, and it's so I guess I kind of in, in a way I kind of transport myself there and, and just, you know, put all that other stuff, you know, out of my head that, hey, this, right. is, this isn't You're in here and now. Yeah, this isn't like, you know, the creation of Imagineers. This is real, you know. Right, right, so. right. No, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, Lauren Krozek Tadaro uh, says that her favorite uh, part of the mansion is the little details strewn about that tell the bigger story, like the boat painting, which alludes to the original concept for the ride as a pirate ghost attraction. Interesting, uh, yeah. Yeah, and her least favorite part is the doom, doom buggy lap bar. She can never remember if she, uh, the bar comes down or if she puts the bar down or if it goes down by itself. Hmm. So, uh, and let's see, hers got cut off. Well, the ghost kind of, the ghost host tells you though that he's going to do it, doesn't he? Right, right, right. <laughs> so, but you never remember. Uh, <laughs> He'll tell you. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> every every time you get in that doom buggy, he will. Yeah. Um, the favorite haunted mansion souvenir. Uh, she says the haunted mansion sweater my four year old wears year round. Knowing she shares the same fandom as her nerdy parents makes us happy. We may I like not. That kid. Yeah, yeah. Give that kid a high five for me. Um, we may not be cool in 10 years, but right now we are. So Nice, yeah. And uh, her favorite mansion memory, uh, asking a cast member to show us the rumored wedding ring. The cast member let us go behind the rope to go look and take a photo of you. She's referring to the, the little ring that's embedded in the cement in the queue out front. Right. And mm -hmm. that made it look like the bride's wedding ring. Yeah. Um, and riding Haunted Mansion at Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, surrounded by people in costumes. So I can't disagree on that one. I was just no, there. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah, that is pretty cool. Uh, Megan Marilyn says, uh, favorite part of Haunted Mansion is the ballroom. I remember watching documentaries on how Disney created the ghosts as a kid, and one of the first touches of Disney magic unveiled to me. Uh, number two, her, her least favorite, is the tacky masks that pop up behind the graveyards. Not very Disney esque. Looks like they were brought at part or bought at Party City. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, the ones uh, that uh, pop up and scream at you. Right, the ones just kind of pop up on a on a. Those frighten me when I was a kid, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's see, favorite haunted mansion souvenir. Uh, she collects coffee mugs from Disney, so any of those. And I have to agree, I have a couple haunted mansion coffee mugs myself. Yeah, so. we got a whole cabinet full. Yeah, and favorite haunted mansion memory. Uh, the time my younger brother went on the ride, approximately 1997, he saw the ghosts in the mirror at the end of the ride. I think it was possible for him to crawl inside my mother. Uh, I think if it was possible for him to crawl inside of my mother, that's where he would have found them. <laughs> so that definitely, definitely left a mark. You didn't like uh, that. Yeah. So David Andrew, his favorite memory is, uh, or his favorite part is the graveyard that can't be beat. Uh, I still find new things after 30 years of park travels. Uh, yeah, I agree with this one. The least favorite part, the exit. I hate to leave. Like, I, yeah. yeah, I'm right there with you, David. I'm mm -hmm. on top of that. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so his favorite Haunted Mansion souvenir is uh, the Doom Buggy license plate I picked up right after buying a new black truck in 2004. It's still on my front bumper. Mm. And favorite mansion memory, taking my kids on the ride to finish out Mickey's Not So Scary in 2016. My six and three-year-old were scared of the fog and the queue was uh, in the queue as it was enhanced for the party, but we're having a blast by the end. Okay, and wow. let's see, Denise Craig Watson, 
Her favorite part of the Haunted Mansion is the ballroom, especially the hidden Mickey in the dining table. Uh, her least favorite part is uh, people screaming in the stretching room. Yes, Denise, high five. Uh, <laughs> the favorite Haunted Mansion souvenir is the blueprint plates that you can buy. Uh, I believe oh, yeah. you can get them at Memento Mori. Mm-hmm. And favorite men- favorite memory is riding with my adult son. It's his favorite ride. So smart guy. Yeah. And I believe you have one left to read for us, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Well, let's see. Now I've got three more. Okay, go for yeah, it. Yeah, three more. Um, okay, Jesse Fouts. Uh, his uh, favorite part is the ballroom, and his least favorite part of the Haunted Mansion is the final exit. There's another one of those. Uh, Hatbox Ghost Ornament is his favorite souvenir, and uh, his favorite memory is getting stuck uh, just before the graveyard scene and getting to take in all the details and names. Yeah, because that's, I mean, basically when you're going through, you know, the graveyard scene and everything, there's so much to look at, and you really do go through there pretty quickly, mm-hmm. you know, so it's kind of kind of hard to, you know, get a glimpse of everything as you're going through, at least I find it hard to do, you know. I try to look at like a couple things really intently. Um, Ethan Grisham, uh, number one, he's saying tough call. Uh, I want to say the ballroom organist is one of my favorite ghosts, but the graveyard is always a winner as his favorite. And I agree with that. That's that's kind of a tough call. Um, let's see. His least favorite is more so guest behavior than the mansion itself. Uh, pushing people pushing and adding their own screams in the stretching room and the boarding area. So yeah, it's another stretching room. Um, either his mansion mug with the wallpaper pattern or uh, the epitaph coasters uh, is his favorite souvenir and then going through the first time as a child with my parents mostly looking through my fingers but the beating heart bride has always stuck with me and I honestly like her mysterious tragic vibe when compared to the more on the nose personality of Constance as his uh, his favorite memory Um, and then Last but not least, we have Ashley Withers, and her favorite is the ballroom scene. And uh, the least favorite is the staircase to nowhere. I agree with her on that. Not that I dislike it, just isn't exciting. I totally Mm -hmm. agree with you. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a hitchhiking ghost ornament that I love. And my husband and I were at the parks with his adult cousin, and we were getting ready to ride the Haunted Mansion and had some miscommunication about how we were going to divide up the ride in separate dune buggies. Okay, and three adults ended up smushed in the same buggy the entire ride, and we couldn't stop laughing throughout the whole thing. So basically, their their most memorable uh, part of the Haunted Mansion, or experience in the Haunted Mansion, was being squished into a doom buggy. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about that? I mean, Man, you still got to make room for that ghost at the end, too. You just uh... I know. How do you fit, I don't know, how do you fit the ghost in there? The ghost is probably know. like, where am I supposed to sit, you know? Right, right. I mean, that's pretty crazy. So, what about you, Jordan? What's, I mean, what 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 would your list be on that? Oh, like your favorite, man. your favorite, your least favorite. So, all right. Well, we'll just take them one to four. Uh, I think yeah. my favorite part of the mansion. It's a toss up between the ghostly organist, where you see his shadow on the floor, but you when you look at the the organ, you just see the keys moving. By uh-huh. themselves, I always like that. That was a that's a very nice touch, and also you can't go wrong with the ballroom scene. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite scenes on any Disney attraction ever. So it's it's a toss up between those two, 
for my favorite part. My least favorite part, if I'm talking about the mansion itself, I agree. I think the, uh, uh, the staircases to nowhere, it's just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, it's very M.C. Escher-esque. <laughs> yeah. Staircases going going to nowhere. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but I also have to agree. I, I think my least, probably if, if, you know, I had to decide uh, just the, the people saying, uh, talking along with uh, uh, the intro in the stretching room. That's always yeah. the worst. Um, so my, my favorite Haunted Mansion souvenir. Uh, I am a, a, a record collector. And recently, Disney released picture disc vinyl LPs of some classic attractions. And the pictures are all of the old uh, posters. Oh, uh, yeah. Cool. Poster I just pressed onto them. So this last trip, I actually picked up the Haunted Mansion soundtrack for the for the ride, not the, not the Eddie, Mur- Eddie Murphy film. Uh, yeah. The Haunted Mansion attraction soundtrack that has this picture that's uh, ha- it's pressed with this picture on it. So that's pretty cool. Uh-huh. I'm probably going to frame it uh, after I listen to it once or twice. Um, oh, man. But man, favorite Haunted Mansion memory. Um, just any time I'm on the Haunted Mansion, like I'm just mm. I'm just happy. Like I can't I can't really pick one because anytime I'm on the Haunted Mansion, like everything stops and I think that's what I'm doing. Like I'm just I'm paying attention yeah. to the mansion. So anytime I'm there, that's just being on the ride is a favorite memory. What about being stuck in the mansion like you were? That one, that was pretty funny. <laughs> we were we were actually stuck right at the beginning of the graveyard scene when the Doom Buggy is backwards. Mm-hmm. And we're right on that incline. And it didn't bother me. Like, I mean, you know, the music loops every 30 seconds or so. Yeah. When the crib doors creak and the, you know. Yeah, uh, I was I was like, actually I was actually talking about like our last show when you actually got stuck in the haunted mansion. Like, oh you know? well, listen. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, what more of a memory could that be? You know, you know, you uh, you learn a lot about the haunted mansion whenever you're there for two years, just hanging out with us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. Well, my my favorite part of the haunted mansion. Now I'm going to have to go back and forth between the two mansions because. Um, you know, I've spent. I can't ignore the Disneyland Haunted Mansion because I spent so much time there. Right. I can't. Right. I can't ignore the uh, Magic Kingdom Haunted Mansion because that's where I go now, and um, you know that's where my my uh, alter ego lives. So, my favorite part of the Haunted Mansion. I'm just going to go ahead and pick the graveyard scene because, um, you know, both mansions are pretty much literally you know carbon copies in the graveyard scene inside the mansion. So I'll pick that. Um, there's just so much going on there, so many things to look at. There's so much to like about it. Um, you know, the singing bus are probably one of my favorite parts of it. Um, but I, yeah, I also love when you're going backwards down into it, and you, you know, you see the spooky old tree and the caretaker with the shivering dog and everything. I mean, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, my least favorite part of the haunted mansion is definitely at the Disneyland haunted mansion when you have to go up the, es- the little um, escalator. And it's so slow. You're just like, okay, because you know you're down. You're actually underground there um, at the Disneyland Haunted Mansion. So you have to go up this escalator to get out of the ride, and you're just, you know, sitting on this escalator and and going up. And and you go past, you know, little little Leota at that part, and so you can hear her do her little, you know, speech, hurry back, and everything. And you hear it probably while you're on the escalator. You can hear it like about five times. Mm. And so to me, that just kind of takes away a little bit of, from it, and. I guess plus you know you know okay I'm leaving and it takes so long to get out you're just like oh god come on let's just get this over with you know right. um, 
my favorite Haunted Mansion souvenir, I've got so many souvenirs um, from the Haunted Mansion that I love, but probably the one that I covet the most is my 40th anniversary Disneyland Haunted Mansion t-shirt. And um, that's the one that I wear whenever I have like a special thing to go to, you know, if it's like a haunted haunted mansion event or any kind of like spooky type of event, I'll wear that, you know, like I've worn that, you know, to, um, you know, like, ha uh, like haunted walks and stuff like that. And I've worn right. it to, I've, I've worn it to a couple of uh, paranormal investigations and, you know, nice. so that's my, that's my go-to shirt. Um, and my favorite mansion memory, and I've mentioned this before on Enchanted Tiki Talk as a guest, and that's when I was a little kid. My first time, I think I was like about seven years old, six or seven. Um, I just moved out to California, and my I was bugging my mom, please take me to Disneyland. Please take me. I want to go on the Haunted Mansion so bad because I loved it so much, you know. Um, and we went on it for the first time, and I pretty much hid my eyes the whole time. Once we oh, got to man. Once we were on the doom buggy, my hands were over my eyes and I'm like peeking through and stuff and everything. And but as soon as I got off, I was like, can we go ride it again? My mom's like, <laughs> but you had your hands over your eyes the whole time. I'm like, yeah, I know. But this time I'll, you know, I'm, yeah. I know, I know what there is now this time. And you know, yeah, so, yeah, it'll be different. <laughs> yeah, it'll be different. So let's go. So, and I think that we went like two or two or three more times that day. So, so that's definitely a huge memory in my mind, you know, that's, but, that's pretty cool. I am. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I kind of want to add a little amendment to my favorite souvenir. So right now, okay. the record is my favorite souvenir. But if yeah. any listener out there can help me track down one of those Haunted Mansion tiki mugs. That oh, yeah. Because remember yeah. last year, Trader Sam's did the, the exclusive tiki mug. But now this year, they brought it back and it's a different color. Oh, really? I haven't seen that. Yeah. Oh, you serious? haven't seen it? Yeah, no, no like it. I'll send you, I'll send you a picture. Uh, real time okay. conversation on the podcast. <laughs> um, I can't believe I haven't seen that. I can't right? Yeah, no, I'll crazy. send you a picture. So last year it was, uh, it was like this bone white, and the inlays were painted yeah. blue. Yes, it's the, it's the same bone white, but the inlays are painted red. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so it's not, yeah. Not a huge difference, but it's like a subtle difference. No, yeah. So, but uh, but I missed out on that first one, and man, I, I know I missed out too, and and I had a couple of chances you know not to get one personally but have friends get them but then like once i saw like um you know people talking about it on facebook about how hard it was to get them and how you had to be there like right away and it was like an hour-long wait and all this other yeah. crap and i'm just yeah. like you know what i'm not going to put my friends through that you know and and um uh, a friend a mutual friend of ours robert buxar yeah. he actually got one i forget who it was it was one of his family members i think that went down there and got one and, and he got it, and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm yeah, so I jealous want, of you, you know? I want you, I want you, and if he's listening, Robert, <laughs> I want you and him to know how jealous I get every time he posts a picture of him drinking out of his... Oh, I know, he always posts those pictures of him drinking out of his mugs and uh, sporting so, sport his t-shirts. Right, right. But hopefully, <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll get, uh, we'll have better luck second time around. I hope so. Well, hey, Jordan, it's been great. Um, that's going to do it for our show tonight. Um, we hope you enjoyed our spooky little forum this evening, and we absolutely wish you a happy Halloween. I agree. Happy, very happy Halloween yeah. and uh, ghostly salutations uh, from Jordan Gasly. And uh, speaking of Jordan Gasly, uh, which is me, uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Jordan Gasly. Uh, I have a YouTube vlog that I try to update once a week, and you just go to YouTube and search Jordan Gasly. 
we talked earlier about me getting married at, at, on the Disney cruise. I'm actually slowly starting to put those vlogs up. So if you guys want to see what the Disney dream looks like, if you want to see what a Disney cruise wedding looks like, um, definitely go go give me a, a, a follow or a subscribe on YouTube and you can see uh, some cool Disney stuff. But uh, as far as my social media contacts, that's that's about that about does it for me. Dave? Oh, yeah, and you can follow me at D.A. Benner on Twitter uh, and Instagram, and I'm on Facebook. Um, and please, please follow my alter ego, Brother Dave. You can follow him on Twitter um, at Departed Dave. And uh, we also do, um, we try to do a blog every Wednesday um, on the Enchanted Tiki Talk blog page. And that's called, um, what's it called, Jordan? Swinging Sweet. Wake Wednesday. That blog is called Swinging Wake Wednesday. Okay, and you can follow me um, on Twitter at D.A. Benter and Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. And please, please follow my alter ego, Brother Dave, at Departed Dave on Twitter. And we also do a blog each week uh, called The Swinging Wake on the Enchanted Tiki Talk blog. Um, I think you'll enjoy that. Um, we try to do a little, a little story about uh, some of the Haunted Mansion fans that follow us and everything, give a little insight to them and some love and... Just think it's something that you guys will enjoy reading. Well, that's going to do it for us. And until next time, happy haunting, everyone. This chilling episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And MickeyMonthly.com, where you can get the park sent directly to you. And by KingdomStrollers.com for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. Also by Trader Sam's Coffee. Why not brew some magic in your home? And finally, Woody's.com. Sunglasses for a glare-free view of the magic. You can follow my ghostly account on Twitter at DepartedDave. This has been Brother Dave speaking to you from beyond the spirit realm at Walt Disney World's Haunted Mansion. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.